Hello everyone, finally I decided to start recording my own uh, podcast which is very exciting uh, and funny enough I find it a lot easier to actually record podcasts than than videos as I can look anywhere and I can make monkey faces and nobody will see it so that's a plus. Now um, everyone's very busy, we're all running around building our businesses and uh, carrying on with life so I decided that I'm gonna start with um, some very short um, episodes 60 seconds, around 60 seconds, we'll see how we go but I wanna put some real golden nuggets in there um, that made a difference in my life and I will start by um, touching up on a subject which is really really important to me and it helped me along my career it made the difference between getting the jobs i got and getting the projects i got um, versus not getting them and that is communication and let's uh, call this um, first five episodes the five steps of how to become a better communicator thank you for listening and please go to the next episode which will be basically first part of the communication skills I think are really important. Thank you for listening and see you on the next one. Well, actually, you're gonna listen to me on the next one. Thank you. Welcome back to 5 Steps to a Better Communicator uh, podcast. And this is... The first um, episode, the first step of the five steps. And I'm going to call this being a good painter. Now, obviously, you might ask yourselves what painting has to do with um, communication. And as you are just about to find out, it has to do quite a lot. Because if you communicate with someone or a group of people, words don't mean a lot on their own. But what we do with words... We actually paint a picture into the other, into our audience minds. That's why storytelling is so powerful because generally good stories they always paint an interesting picture. So if uh, you try and use all these fancy words because you have um, five diplomas and a million degrees and you know words which nobody heard of and that makes you smart well you find out that your communication skills are suffering simply because people will just stop on their tracks to try and figure out what that word means and that will interrupt them from painting a very nice clear picture of what you're saying so a very powerful way of communicating is to making sure that you are using simple easy to use understandable words and you Make sure that the words you're saying and the way you're saying them are painting a very clear picture in your audience mind and that will help you communicate in a very effective way. Because your main purpose when you communicate is to make yourself understood, to send the message across clear and powerfully, but also to make sure you are not misunderstood. Next time you're communicating to someone or you're trying to to, to create a very good communication between you and the other person, think about this. Think about how what you're saying is painting the picture. Thank you for listening and I'll see you on the next episode.
Welcome back to step number two, which I'll call the feedback loop. Now think about some time in your life when someone, either your friends, family members, or your boss, cut communications with you or limited communications with you. Feel how that is. Think and remember how that made you feel. Now, don't be that person because your team and the people around you, they feed on your feedback. They thrive on your feedback. So it is very important that you always nurture that relationship. You always let them know how they're doing. You always frame things in a positive way. And if it's something which is not doesn't go according to plan, you kind of reframe it into a learning curve. But the worst thing you will ever do is to actually limit your communication or even worse, completely cut your communication just because you are angry or you're not happy with stuff. So don't be that person. Always keep the feedback loop going. Always give feedback to your team or to the people around you. And that will actually improve the way you communicate and also improve the productivity of your team or empower the relationships you are trying to nurture. Thank you and I'll see you on the next episode. Welcome back to step number three. I call this step be a real leader. What, what I'm trying to say is that you have to make yourself approachable in the way you communicate. This is being a true leader. Just think about this. Maybe sometimes during your career or even in your personal life, you went to talk to somebody and they just cut it very short, very dry, and they say, well, it's not my problem or you're the expert, you should know that or that's why I employ you to know these kind of things or go ask somebody else, or I don't have time. And if you've been in that position, you understand how much anxiety that can create, how much insecurity, and how that makes you feel. Now, don't be like that. Make sure that within some rules you are setting with your team or with your friends or with your family members, so you don't give all your time away, but you make yourself approachable. So if somebody wants to discuss something with you or run something for you, with you, they should be excited because they know deep down that they come to you and they will find in you a true leader who will listen to them. This process will not be painful because if you make this process painful for somebody, people won't approach you anymore and they will do whatever to avoid talking things to you and you will actually never have any clue what's going on around you. So step number three is make sure that you are approachable and open for a heart-to-heart, honest, empowering and powerful discussion with your team members or with the people around you. Thank you and I'll see you on the next step. Welcome back to step number four. I'm going to call this step me versus me. And it is a very special uh, aspect of communication because in, in this step, we're talking about how we communicate to ourselves because it is very important and it governs our state 
the way we communicate and interpret things to our own minds. So we have to learn to be powerful leaders and we have to learn to be the ones bringing the balance so we cannot have poor communication with ourselves. We have to cut through all our mind lenses and all the crap which is up there, head trash as I call it, and basically be able to always frame things in a positive way. And if something's as it happens in business and in life that don't go according to plan, there's always something good in it. We just have to be able to find it in the way we communicate things to self. So if something really bad happened, maybe the good thing about it is that it was a, it was something going on for a long time and now finally it's over because it wasn't working anyway and it's time for a change. So as a as a person responsible for your team or for your family members you have to have this capacity of standing there and finding the good in any situation and communicate things to yourself firstly in a very powerful way which will help you communicate with others in the same way so you have to watch out that internal dialogue dialogue and you have to watch out how your self-talk is in what state your self-talk is putting you. Is it putting you in a powerful state or is it putting you in a petty and moany and complaining and ungrateful state? Thank you and I'll see you in the next episode. Welcome back to our last episode, step number five and I'll call this uh, step the other 93%. You might wonder why, and the explanation is very simple. Only 7% of our communication is verbal. Let me repeat that. Only 7% of our communication is verbal. So if you face to face with somebody, what the words coming out of your mouth will pretty much represent 7% of the interaction with that person. And why is that important? It is very important because the other 93% we communicate with our attitude. And I mean, I learned this, I read it somewhere a long time ago. I can't remember where it was. It might have been Jay Shetty. I'm just kidding. But um, I give you an example. Let's say that um, you just open your business is eight in the morning and there's your first customer coming through the door. Now, this can be coming to a, a physical store or on the phone and your staff member will just say, good morning, Mr. Customer. Welcome. How can I help you? This will be the verbal communication. Now, while this short phrase is being said, your staff member will also tell your customer, you are welcome. You are valuable. I've been waiting for you. I'm excited to help you. I love my job and I love being here helping you. What you want today is important for me. Or with the same very short phrase of welcoming your customer, your employee can, or your team member can say, you are bothering me. I don't really want you here. I was relaxing and now I have to talk to you. I don't really care what you want from the shop. You're not welcome here. I can't get, I can't wait to get rid of you. 
Not just picture the two scenarios and imagine the damage to your business on the on the second um, scenario. So that's why it is so important that we learn to nurture this great attitude and enthusiasm into our teams so we actually reap the benefits of having happy clients, which should be number one value in any business. Thank you so much for listening to this uh, five short steps. I hope you find them useful. Please give me some feedback if you like them, if you don't like them, if you think it's horrible, if you think it's great. It's all welcome. This is my first little podcast and function of the response and your feedback. I will make more or I will don't. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend as it is Friday today and I am looking forward to catch up with you in some following podcasts. Take care. Bye.